Yo. Yo. What's going on? Well, we're doom scrolling. We are. And you said there's some baseball story that I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't aware of. We got the World Series. You're as big a baseball fan as I, I know. I love baseball. You love baseball. And I saw the statistic this morning or this fact or whatever. Okay. And I was shocked by it. And I, but then I start looking for it, and every time I go to look for more information, it just keeps coming back to this one article. So maybe people aren't talking about it a ton, and you don't obviously know what I'm talking about I when I say, oh, isn't this a crazy stat about the World Series? But I saw this thing this morning that says, this World Series is projected to have no black players oh. for the first time in basically forever since integration, right? Wow. So now there are people of color. But they're talking about African American ballplayers, right? Not Dominican or right, right. Cuban. And and in the article they talk about how race has different currency in different countries. You know, it means different things. And and uh, someone of color from the Dominican order, they may identify as as black, but it, it, they say it is different. Sure. And they they spoke with well, the uh, saying African Americans. Yes, and they right. spoke with Not the head Cubans. of the head of the Negro Leagues Museum in Kansas City. Right. And you know he talked about how this 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 shows we have a problem. We need to figure out what's going on here. And it reminded me of. There was an episode of Real Sports, which is a show that even if you don't like sports, it's good. It's yeah. a good show. And uh, Chris Rock was like a guest, a presenter on there one time. Do you okay. remember this? And he talked mm-hmm. about baseball and how uh, basically it's changed and what's happening to uh, baseball and why aren't African Americans interested in baseball the way they used to be. Why don't black people like baseball anymore? When I was growing up, we loved baseball. I followed the Mets, and in 1986, we won it all with Doc, Daryl, Mitchell, and my man Mookie. Back then, almost 20% of all major leaguers were African-American, and I could actually have conversations with other black people about baseball. So I went back and found a graph. Okay. Now these, I believe these stats are from opening day. This isn't World Series. This is opening day percentages. Uh, and if you go back to, like, let's go back to uh, 1983. 18%. Okay. 84, 18%. Now you start, that's where you start. It seems like it peaks at around that. Okay. 18.9%, something like that. Then it starts to dip and it just continues a really, really steady march down. Drops about a percentage point a year or a little more. And then you get, so 1990, you're at 16%. 2000, you're at 12%. By 2010, you're at 7.8%. Huh. And this year, uh, I think they said it was six point something percent. It was the lowest. It continues to to drop. So why is this happening? It's crazy to think that there would be no African Americans. Do people have theories? Yes. And if you watch that real sports episode, I don't want to misquote that. Cause it's been a while right. since I've seen it, but I know he gives some theory, theories. I mean, you. I mean, I guess. Boy, in the eighties, that means. But I mean, I do think baseball has gone the way of soccer, which is. <sighs> Like, it's not expensive to play soccer, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just put a ball on a field and one other person, I guess, and you're playing soccer, right? Sure. Same with basketball. You might, you don't even need. And there's, there's courts. Right? Even if they're right? not great courts, there's courts. Right, there's courts. But with soccer, it just became a club sport mm-hmm. where it costs money to go play. And it, you play year-round. And your parents have to be able to afford for you to be a part of this club. And then you have to travel. And is this like an attempt to, to say, hey, we, we think if you're going to do this, why not be the best? And maybe one day, maybe you're taking maybe, this seriously. Right? Everyone if should you're take, take it seriously. Right, if you're going to take it seriously. So it's gone, like soccer has gone away. That's why people say, well, why can't 
the United States compete in soccer worldwide, right? Right. Well, we're probably not getting the best players. We're getting the best of the kind of wealthy players. Yeah. Right? And in other countries, that's not the way it is. Right. And so you may, yeah. I do, I have thought that baseball has gone that way. I don't know if it went that way that early. So it might, you know, throw a little bit of a wrench in my thought process. But, you know, now it's club baseball and travel baseball. And everybody has to belong to a club. And if you're going to play at the highest level, your parents have to pay this kind of money. And the bats are $500 and the gloves are $500. And, yeah. you know, the money becomes a real issue for entry. It's right says, to play with the best of the best. The the the, the money becomes a, an entry level problem, and then <clears throat> the other thing is something we've talked about. If you're a really good athlete, right, and you're going to pick, let's take the money equation out of it, even, and you're going to pick a couple sports to focus on, right? Yeah. Well, during winter time, people are at those varsity level basketball games going crazy. Yeah. Right. In high school. On Friday nights during football season, those stands are full and people are going crazy. And the athletes are treated like celebrities. Right. Go to a soccer game or a baseball game, and there's like some parents there. Now find a baseball And that's game. it, right? And might not that. even play at the school. Right. They go use like public diamonds somewhere, right? So there's less interest. So if you're a really good athlete, you might be like, well, I could do any of these. The other part of that is uh, the payoff. And I don't know if we talk about it enough, but and maybe it doesn't even have any equation, but this would be my thought process too. If I'm a really good athlete, I know, okay, I'm playing football. I can do three years of college and then get to the NFL yeah, and make my money. And now even with name, image, likeness, I'll be able to make my money before that. If I'm in basketball, I may not even have to go to college. I could go to one year in the D League or Europe or something and then go make millions of dollars. If I play baseball, uh, the best players in the world are doing four to five years in the minor leagues. Right. Making nothing. Making nothing. I mean, they were just sued because they paid so little, so little uh, you know, poverty wages for baseball players. Uh, you know, Major League Baseball was sued. So if you're thinking for like instant gratification, it's football awful, yeah. and basketball are number one, right? And if you're looking for, uh, you know, long-term goals but shorter time of gratification, football and basketball are number one. Yep. Like, I know I can get paid. Baseball is like, well, okay. And soccer is like, it is never getting paid. Yeah, unless you move to another country. I'm right. Unless you move to another country, become one of two players on one of these MLS teams, right? Yep. Like, some of those guys get paid. But really? A lot of them are making teacher salaries being professional athletes. Yeah. Well, you seem to have nailed it because the article I found this morning is from Cronkite News, and it was talking about you know African-American interest in baseball or lack thereof. said that they started to notice this decline in 1994. Okay. And they were wondering, okay, what's causing this? And they said, um, you know, theories vary. I'll just read this to you. Theories vary as to why African-Americans continue to lose interest in the sport. Tolleson High School baseball coach Scott Richardson believes baseball is becoming increasingly less affordable, particularly for minorities. Sure. He says, quote, I think one of the factors is lack of opportunities, he said. It used to be where everybody in your town played on the little little league teams, and it was very affordable. But then the club and travel came along, which is exactly what you're talking yeah. about, pushing people away 
from more uh, diverse cultures. He says, right. it's not uncommon for a kid that wants to play club baseball to pay $800 a season with monthly dues. A lot of kids in poor populations have a tough time paying for that. Yep. With basketball, all you need is a basketball. You go down to the park by yourself or with a friend. With baseball, you can't do that anymore. Then uh, the next thing he says, another factor he believes is uh, is more of a skill sport rather than one where athleticism can cover up deficiencies and fundamentals, as is the case for basketball and football. Quote, you can be the fastest guy uh, the guy with the highest vertical jump, the strongest arm, but baseball is still kind of a skill game. It is. To be successful sure. at baseball, it takes a lot of time, a lot of repetitions, and unfortunately, today in the United States, you need to have some money to get those repetitions. No, that's, that's exactly true, and that's why you can see people make fun of it and they laugh at it, but you can see guys who are out of shape who are throwing the ball 102 miles an hour. It's like, well, I don't really need to go to the weight room. I practice this one thing. Yeah. It's one thing I practice over and over and over again. That doesn't mean they're less of an athlete or more of an athlete. It's just, it is a different skill set at times. And they mention a couple other things like baseball's uh, inability. You could be the fastest guy in the world, but if you can't hit a baseball, you don't get on first. That's it. Right? So it is what it is. Go to the Olympics, I guess, or something. Try that. But, yeah, baseball's going to take a ton of practice. Right. That's why people don't go right out of high school. And what was the last one? Like Maybe Dave Winfield? Uh, there were other theories. Uh, one of the coaches that they talked to said that MLB has not done a good enough job of trying to um, speed the game up. That, that basically, there's a, sure. our culture has changed a little bit. The idea of sitting and watching this game that's kind of slow paced. Yeah, but then but, why? Are, you but know, then is it still baseball? You know, right. Be, take that out. It's the baseball, and it's not like the percentage of Latin Americans. Yeah, is less. That number keeps going up. Yes, and it's not like oh well, they wouldn't be interested in the speed of the game, right? They said uh, changes include decreasing time between pitches, but they haven't been significant. Uh, They say baseball's lack of action also contributes to the reluctance of black kids to play. Quote, it used to be a fun game. It wasn't so analytically driven. It wasn't smart people that were playing. It's a bunch of robots that are in the game now saying that it's all about numbers. That's all anyone cares about, which takes the fun out of baseball and makes it less appealing to a kid who just wants to go play a sport. But if it's a club sport, that goes back to your thing. If it's a club sport and the parents, they have the money, they're like, hey, let's go do this. And, you know. The kid goes and does it. And it Someone tells exciting. him, yeah, you know, I think you've got some potential. Well, Dad, right. I've got potential. Let's let's pay this money. But to see really any professional sport in the United States being played at a championship level and there are no African-American players is shocking to me. Well, I mean, also, I mean, you know, to draw the comparison, also baseball has become very regionalized. Yes. And I bet you there's like been football. a Stanley Cup. Yeah. That's happened. So, I mean, is baseball That's just true. becoming hockey marginalized to hockey. the point to where it's just baseball's just hockey yeah. for America? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I know there's, we have Canadian teams and hockey has American teams, but really, baseball's just hockey for America? I guess. I mean, it's, right? it didn't used to be, though. That's the no, thing. No, it didn't used to How be. How do you bring it back? And I know when they talked to the head of the Negro Leagues Museum in Missouri, he was saying the same thing. We got to bring it back. I think what we need, we need more diamonds. Some rich person needs to start building diamonds right. to get kids playing again, a p- public diamonds. And then I think we need a new sandlot, like a relaunch of it, right? Oh, I mean, look, it's movie. a timeless movie. I think it's great, but maybe we right. make it. I get it. You know, get a whole new generation. How many kids played baseball in the last 30 years or 25 years because they loved that movie? Probably a lot. Right. I mean, that movie, I was a kid, you know, when that came out, everyone I knew Loved that movie. Went and saw it at the theater multiple times if they could. They suddenly wanted to play about, baseball. And I know it's kind of come around now, but the kind of the unwritten rules of baseball, too, that are like... It's hard to figure you know, out. No, but, but also, no, like the, oh, yes. the well, bat like, flips. Exactly. And, 
you know, which is different than, you know, a, a touchdown. So it's not as exciting. There's no showmanship. Right. And I, don't quote me on this. I'm almost certain, though, that that's one of the things Chris Rock discussed. Okay. And I know someone did. I was thinking it was him. But, yeah, I, I've heard people mention that. I mean, that, they like, have hey, gotten to the The other sports are allowing and- it. Yeah, but, you know, the NFL, you go back to the 90s and look at what the rules were compared to now. They've definitely right. changed a lot. Baseball has allowed a little bit more. I mean, what is the rule now? I don't even know what the rule is with the bat flip. They do it. I mean, I mean, Major League Baseball promoted it. it they show bat flips and they're like, you know, you still get, uh, this ain't your father's baseball. So they're trying to. Okay. They're trying to. And that's like within the last two years? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What's your cure for it? More diamonds? I think we need a new Sandlot. That's what I think. Spencer, you're not a huge baseball fan. I'm not. Okay. You like college basketball, and you like football. Yeah, I like KU. I like the NFL. Okay. Okay. But you were never all that into baseball? No, never. I don't know what you do, man. I- I'm telling you, I know it sounds crazy. The one thing I don't see mentioned is the movies. Make some movies about right. it. That gets kids doesn't need to be fixed. I-, I don't know. I mean, maybe they- maybe you say, hey, I don't want to play. Right, and so I don't I, like I don't like the sport playing football and it, basketball. It, it, like if you just said there is an entry level problem into high school or college or professional athletics uh, for different minorities, you'd be like, okay, we got to fix this. But it, I, and maybe people can yell at me and text well, me and say, but say, maybe yeah. it's just like, well, if you don't like that sport, you don't have to play. It doesn't it. interest me. Anymore. Right, doesn't interest me, and it's not very popular. In the African American community, and that's okay, right? I mean, I don't know. That's I, mean, I don't think it's good for baseball, but it's no, not necessarily a cultural problem. Maybe that would be something I'd be interested to ask Bob Kendrick from the Negro Leagues. Museum right? And say, yeah. You know, is how it, should we feel about this? Right? Is it like okay? It's just hockey. Doesn't matter. Right? Is that a is that a take? Right. Can that can that be a take? Is it okay to just say no? It's just. Times have changed and it doesn't interest us. And it was the sport for so long right. that now there's so many other ways to make money as an athlete. And, right. you know, it's just not a popular one. It's not like and there's no okay? black players, but right. there's none in the World Series. That's right. Did you really? I mean, I didn't know there was none in the World Series. And, and if someone had told you 20 years ago, hey, do you think there'll be a time in your lifetime where there'll be a World Series with no African-Americans? If no. someone told me that, I would have thought there'd been some sort of horrible nuclear fallout or a war <laughs> right, or yeah, something, right? right? The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. There's more my present than her. <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't know why you don't go for the pictures. Pictures last forever. I know. I know. Uh, Lazo. Yeah. You ever thought about uh, quitting smoking? I know you have because I've seen I you have. do it. Although, when I saw you do it, um, let's say you had some anxiety that came along I did. with it. I did. You did it cold turkey. You said, I can do this cold turkey. I don't need any of that Nicorette or any of that stuff. <laughs> and you were right. You didn't. I think it was what, five, six months? Nine months. Nine actually. months. Nine months. I never saw you smoke a cigarette. Nope. But you did start to lose my mind. Your mind. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that's <laughs> if you can still say that in 2022. But you were losing your mind. Well, I can say it because I lost my mind. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, Meredith was here at the time, and we both yeah. said, "Please, we're handing smoke. a cigarette. It's like, smell it. Don't you want it? Just please smoke this <laughs> right. cigarette." Well, I don't know if this would help with the uh, mental stability when you quit smoking, but researchers at the uh, National Institute of Health are trying to find out the answer because they think psychedelics can help smokers quit. I heard they had this one lady, she smoked for 40 years. Yeah. She can smoke a couple packs a day, maybe even three packs a day. 40 years. She's tried quitting smoking a million times. It goes horribly. She did the mushroom thing, quit smoking, 
immediately. Hasn't smoked since, she said. Okay. Just had the magic mushrooms. Fewer than one in ten adult smokers are successful in quitting each year. Wow, that's, what is that? I know, but that statistic could soon change with the help of magic mushrooms. Yeah, you heard that right. Researchers at Johns Hopkins Medicine are working with psilocybin, the psychedelic substance found in those magic mushrooms, to help break addictions like smoking. So I guess because this stuff has been illegal for a long time, they weren't allowed to study with it. But this randomized controlled trial expected to start later this year will investigate whether psilocybin, a psychedelic compound found in magic mushrooms, can help people quit smoking tobacco. Hopkins researchers will lead the trial, which will be done in collaboration with researchers at NYU. Now, I've done mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm try- I, people- How does it make you quit smoking? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> People we also like talk about how it cures their depression. Right, yeah. These people who say, I took a bunch of mesh- mushrooms and it reset my mind. And now I don't need SSRIs. You know, I'm just, it's like pushing the reset button. So I don't the reset get button for the addiction? addiction? Right, right. That's what I want to know. I, I don't get, the, I've never had that feeling. I've never woke up the next day and been like, I'm a different person. I have thought like, I wish we'd get more mushrooms again today. <laughs> right. But I've never woke up and been like, wow. All right, well, I'll try it. Uh... You need me to help you out with that? Okay. I like the candy bars. They must be legal in a couple states, huh, Snow Cone? You're the fish head. uh, Because they sell them now. I see people selling them and their candy bars in there. They've got barcodes on them, nutritional information, tells you how many grams of mushrooms and psilocybin is in there. Um, well, how many do I need to, how much do I need to take to quit smoking? Eat the candy bar. Eat the candy bar and I'll hypnotize you. All right. Well, let's not do that. No, no, no. I'll just, just smoking. I'll stick with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Lazos, cigarettes are gross. You hate cigarettes. I don't exactly know how to hypnotize, but I think as long as you're open to it, I'm okay. not going to go into your past lives or any of that stuff because I know you don't want to go that route. But when's the last time you did mushrooms? High school. High school. Well, then they should work, right? That's the other thing. I wonder if people who take mushrooms all the time and smoke cigarettes, if they're like, hey, we think this could help you quit, and they bring them in and they do a few mushrooms, and like, I don't know. I don't. I didn't even feel that. I'm going to need a lot more than that. <laughs> right. But I think if you haven't taken it in a long time, if you haven't done mushrooms, right, then, I'll try it. You know, I was scared of mushrooms forever. And Snowcone and I talked about this off the air because someone mailed allegedly a bag mm-hmm. of mushrooms to the zoo. We thought it was a bomb. You remember that yeah, box? Yeah, of course. I think it was from Vegas. And uh, I, I talked to you, right? Snowcone wasn't it you and I that had this discussion about. Yeah. Everyone says. I think you said it, Snowcone. You said, you know, mushrooms. People think you're going to start seeing pink unicorns when you do mushrooms, and it's just not true. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I feel like I did a lot. I kept doing them. I did more, and I liked it a lot. But I never was. The only thing visually that changed for me was I thought things looked brighter. The TV colors looked wrong. It looked like someone had messed with the settings on my TV. Okay. And the colors were a little too bright. But I didn't see dead ancestors, or I didn't see any of that stuff. Hmm. I just felt kind of happy and high, and. Oddly enough, but did unlike you quit weed, vaping afterwards? I didn't. I wasn't trying to. I don't know. Like, but I mean, I that's tried? the thing. Like, are you supposed to concentrate on? That's what I want to know. I'm going to quit smoking. Or right. Are you just supposed to enjoy it and then just the next day say, "Okay, I quit smoking." I like, assume I that you must go into it. I'm assuming I'll this, smoke while I'm on them, so I'm not goal. exactly sure. Yeah, so. you're you're gonna want to smoke because mm-hmm. you feel good, right? But I would assume that that's what you go into it saying. I want to quit. Let me try this, and you're thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. You know, all I was thinking about is. Is this going right. to work or not? How do I feel? And, you know, it's it reminds me a lot of pot. And people are going to say I'm crazy here, but it reminds me of pot. Except with pot, you know, you get that kind of, uh, you know, you, you get kind of tired. You get in the couch. It helps you fall asleep at night, things like that. And Snow Cone, you've done more mushrooms than me. But what I notice is it 
it seems to be almost like a stimulant to me. Yeah. Is that a thing? I mean, I feel awake. Yeah, I, sure. I don't want to go to bed. I want to watch all those movies that have been on my list forever, right. but I never actually felt like starting. Like, let's do that now. Tender Bar. Remember when I texted you about Tender Bar? Yeah. I was high on mushrooms. You were? I, I thought it was a great movie. It I is a great movie. I love Affleck. You know? When he... Oh, I can't ruin it. It's been you out know, forever. You can ruin it. When he gives him the car. Oh, man. What a beautiful thing. Yeah, right? Uh, you should try mushrooms. Other people, though, say that when they do mushrooms... They get very, very lovey-dovey, and they call their grandmother or their mom or whatever and say, I love you. I just wanted to talk to you. That, to me, it sounds like Molly, I, which I get that from Molly. I don't get that. I didn't think that I got that. I didn't think, like, I should call Lazarus and tell him I love him. Yeah, I just like, hey, Tinder Bar is good. You're right. I just felt happy. Mm-hmm. That was it. But I don't know if it was the same okay. uh, as Molly. Anyhow, what? Else? oh, we're still doing the news here. I got a couple other things to talk to you about, including your kids who play video games, because I know both your kids do. Yes. And I know... It, I, are they both really good? Because Euro's really good. At video games? Yeah, he was like... Yeah, okay. He was really good. I mean, he, I don't know. He can pick up on that. stuff really quick. It could just be that he was young. I don't know what the threshold is for... Right, really and good. I know maybe they rate everything now in like Fortnite or you right. know, first-person shooters or strategy I games. know Chacho's was really good at that. At okay. least in my mind, he was. Like, he won a lot of games. Okay. I'd watch him be like, you know, victory royale, but he doesn't That's play not easy. More. Right. Well, and then Euro was really good at the traditional, like... Sega Sonic and, and stuff. stuff, yeah. yeah. He, he could play those games, and he'd go, hey, I need your help with this level. And I'm like, I know I beat this. And I look at it. He would watch me play. I'd lose. And he'd go, I, I, I saw what you did wrong. And then, right. boom, every time he would just right. race through it. That but could I'm be sure there's young, kids though. who are really good at it. So yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, there's always been this debate about video games, especially my generation. I think our parents were like, I don't know if this is good. You're sitting in front of the TV. doesn't seem healthy. You know, don't play too many video games. But we've, and they also thought for a while, oh, well, video games lead to violence. Oh, right? right, you're going to want to go shoot people in real life. You and I fought that stupidity for years here, on the right. air, and I think most of it has been proven to be false. But now there's even more research that says not only are they not bad, they're good because apparently it has a huge impact on a person's ability to control impulses. So not oh. just like uh, I'm angry, I want to yell at you. That that's one. Okay, I can control that. But also, uh, you know, I feel like doing something bad right now. I'm going to do it. Apparently, with if you play a lot of video games growing up. Your impulse control is much better. Also, your ability to remember things that you're being taught. Patterns and stuff. I guess so. I guess so. The news is not all bad when it comes to gaming. So this is according to new research. It says this. Kids who play video games for three or more hours per day performed better on impulse control and memory tests than kids who do not play. That's a lot of... I mean, that's that's serious video gaming, which... I mean, I've I've done for years. Really, it's not yeah. really. I know it sounds like a lot to someone who doesn't play video games or someone who doesn't like them, but if you if you like them, playing for yeah. three or four hours, you're just doing it in lieu of watching TV. Right, exactly. And then you think, well, how much TV do you watch? I mean, how how much do you think they play when they're really into a game? It's a f- at least a few hours a day, right? Yeah, I don't know if they do it that much anymore. But you know, to be honest with you, if I go home, my oldest will be in the basement playing the show mm-hmm. and chacho will be in that front room playing madden and, it, and they can play for hours oh right? of course yeah and like he'll just keep like i think yesterday he was trying to do may have derrick henry run a 99 yard touchdown okay and see how fast he could do it right and so you can play the game where you play against the defense you always start out in the same place I was like, how long have you been trying? He's like, 25 minutes. And it was just the same thing over and over and over again. And then I hear like, holy ass! 
Oh, yeah. Damn. And I go in, he got tackled at like the five. And he's like, ah, but back again. But in my head, he did finally get it. But in my head, I was like, this is also learning how to deal with failure. That's just it. I right? Agree. Like, I just try this over and over. Like, so that has to somewhat, uh, you know, be applicable to, like, yes. math. Like, and I keep life. getting my timetables wrong, but I'll just try again. If you kind of just put that into trying to win Fortnite or conquer a Mario stage, maybe they think of it like that. I would think that that would be the benefit of... Uh, and... They go to, like, YouTube or to other people like you and ask how to beat the game. Problem solving. Right. So maybe also asking questions. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe you didn't play. Maybe you're like, oh, I don't want to ask, and I hate getting this wrong. But if you play a lot of video games, I would think you'd be like, oh, I keep getting it wrong. Hey, how do you do that? And it's Because that's just a natural thing. Right. And maybe you learn along the way that, you know, having that hissy fit doesn't help. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, but what I'm always skeptical of any... Uh, study in the news on you know on the Today Show or oh study finds this crazy link you're like okay but w- did they go in there looking for that right what's interesting about this is this was just like a de- uh, study on the development of child's or children's brains school age children and they said it was the largest study on brain development school age children's brain development ever and so the 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 video game thing was part of this that's like a takeaway like wow these kids who played for three or four hours a day, well, have better impulse control here. and better memory. We have to give them mushrooms. Give your children mushrooms and let them play video games. Yeah, I mean, the guy who started what, Spotify... Are going to be a crappy parent? Oh, look at Snuggle. He's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to give my kid a phone. Well, fine. We get him a phone, let him play video games, give him some mushrooms, or he'll be behind. Up to you. The guy that started... Good, boss. Where's the, where's the guy that started Spotify from? Norway Sweden. or Sweden? Okay, they gave him a computer, right? He says, hey, the country gave us all computers... That got me interested in this. I never would have started this company if I hadn't gotten that government computer. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should give them uh, Xboxes. Yeah. Playstations. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't see why that's so crazy. We spend money on crazier things. Of if course. this is true, and they say, look, it helps, makes them, I don't know, smarter, isn't memory a part of intelligence? Makes them a little bit smarter. And impulse control is a huge thing. Sure. That would be a huge thing. So I say give them all Xboxes. Let them play. And mushrooms. And mushrooms. Yeah, I'll get you those. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo.